This episode of the Turf District Podcast is brought to you by the Well-Endowed Podcast from the Edmonton Community Foundation. Hosted by Andrew Paul and Elizabeth Bonkirk, the pod explores the impact of passionate people who are working to make Edmonton a strong, vibrant city to live in. The Edmonton Community Foundation helps people create endowment funds. The podcast tells the stories of how those endowments intersect with the community. You can subscribe at thewellendowedpodcast.com. That's thewellendowedpodcast.com. Enjoy the show. We ain't gon' ever back down from nobody. I don't care who it is. This is a brotherhood. And if we stand strong together, we can't be denied. If one of us go down, we have another and another and another that's ready to fight. So let's hit this field and bang them. Bang them. Bang them. Somebody light me up. It's time to huddle up. It's the Turf District Podcast. Welcome back to the Turf District, where we huddle up to talk all things Edmonton's Elks and the CFL. Edmonton's Elks. I'm really getting excited here. Uh, Edmonton Elks and the CFL. And we are a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. And of course, we are also a part of the Canadian Football Podcast Network. I'm Andrew, and welcome right into the Turf District. Uh, as we've got lots to talk about this week, we actually have a game to talk about, which is super exciting. Uh, I'm excited to share this with you and to talk about where we think things are going to be going this week, and hopefully a little better than last week. But uh, first, let's bring in everybody that's here with us this week, starting with the one and only, the man, the Gentlers, Superfan Mike. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> and who, I'd have a little bit of pizzazz in it, you know. It was, I mean, I didn't sack anybody, but still. <laughs> Although I appreciate that they took that on right away. Like, as soon as you, yes. uh, I mean, that's that's the cool thing, is that your your little trademarks, Jantlers, are already being used by the team. That's right. <laughs> I'm already talking to a copyright lawyer. It's great. Is it? Okay, you should. Yeah. yeah. Super fan TM, right at the end. That's, that's what right. it is. <laughs> that's going to be. You need a quarter every time they sack your quarterback. Hey. I like this. This is this is starting the right way. Uh, who else is here with us tonight? Of course, it is Ooh. the one and only Commissioner Kayla. How are you? Hello. Good. Lovely. You're- I'm a little, like, under. Uh, there you go. Yeah, there you go. Now Still left out. <laughs> <laughs> Those shirts are really big. <laughs> that's, that's really what Quite. it comes down to. <laughs> and and that's, that, uh, that's okay, though. It looks great. I mean, it's, we got. Super comfy. It's comfy. It's got the logo. It's got antler up on it. It's everything that we would ever it need. Was, it was free. <laughs> all good things. <laughs> that, that, that might be all of our favorite parts. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, so let's get together. Let's chat some football. Um, guys, I need to uh, hear from you. We need to talk about the game, of course, because there's lots to talk about with the game. But um, you, you guys were there, and I need to know what that felt like. Um, what did it feel like to be back in the stadium? What is it like to be around football family? Um, I can already tell that Kayla's getting emotional. It's wonderful. Um, but <laughs> super fan, uh, you know, t- t- you were, you know, tailgating all the way through, uh, t- tell me about your experience and, and how everything was. 
Uh, it was pretty special. Uh, like you said, we did start with the tailgate uh, out in Lot A on the west side. Uh, just so amazing to see so much of the football family there. Uh, we were with, uh, of course, Janelle and Sean, who are uh, famous for the uh, Empress of the Ovens cupcakes, uh, which is not disappoint, by the way. They were delicious. Oh, wonderful. Um, yeah, and then we did the mini meatball subs. I got to talk football and just see people for the first time for some of them in you know, almost two years. Absolutely fantastic. So, Oh, very cool. Mike, we lost your video feed for some reason. That's weird. Yeah. I don't know what's... Nobody needs to see me. I'm still here. Still... <laughs> we, we can hear you. We just can't see you. Uh... I'll just turn it off and turn it back on again. Is that going to work? Uh, you know what? I've heard that, that's, that that works. Um, Kayla, well, well... Maybe I've changed my face to a Skype look. Though. I don't know. Um... <laughs> well, we always said you're a big S super fan. That's right. That's right. So that's what Jerry Cooper just said that S is for Superman. Well, um, well, while you work on that, let me switch to Kayla and have Kayla tell us about uh, how how her how her experience was at the game. Well, I was gonna say, Mike, you can just be in the Emoji Movie now with that big like S logo <laughs> Skype. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Super fan. Yeah. Uh, I, it was great. I mean, I honestly thought I was going to tear up, but I didn't. I was just, like, smiling like a – I don't even know what I was smiling. I, I couldn't stop. I was just like, oh, my gosh, I'm here. I teared up. Did you? I, I thought I would. I was just too happy. During the anthem, I teared up. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's hard, well, hard not to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a different circumstance. Yeah. That anthem was special. And, and who, who – did they have a different person? Oh, yeah, of course. They had Joey – Singing the anthem, really? yep, and on the big screen, yep. That right, that would be very, very emotional. That's that's amazing. Um, Kayla, what was the what was the highlight for you? Was it walking into the stadium? Was it the tailgating? Was it West of Us? Like what? What's the what was the big highlight for you? I think okay. I wasn't as jacked for the video intro that I thought I would be. Oh really? Um. Last year and the year before is better, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. Um, it actually gave me goose. This one was, it's good. It's good. It just didn't, I think my expectations were too high. Um, but just being in the stadium, mm-hmm. like everything about the stadium, the atmosphere, the game, the people, I just being there, I I don't know. No, that I, was, I get that. I, I can't explain it just because you, you have to, be a fan like us and understand what it feels like watching it on TV versus being in the stadium. It's completely different. And just to see everybody again, who you haven't seen in over 600 days, like it's crazy. <laughs> Nearly 700 really for some people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Cause you know, some of our people I sit with weren't even there for the last game or what have you. So it's been a really, a really long time and it was amazing to see everybody again. Oh, that's fantastic! That's fantastic. Uh, super fan. I'm. I'm gonna. Well, I'll, I'll bring it back in here. Although I, I know we're, you're still a big yes, but I know we can hear you. So, uh, tell me about uh, your. What What was the best part for you? Uh, I think. I mean, the atmosphere was great. Um, it's going to either be seeing the football family again. Um, it was really weird uh, doing West of Us, and somebody wasn't there. Uh, shout uh, names, but uh, yeah, it's mm, still weird. You know, I, you were missed. Let's put it that way. 
Well, and I appreciate that. Next and and we'll of course, I out and we'll bring it along. <laughs> yeah, I really need to. Uh, do I do I do a Steve? Do I do a Safa mod, please? Yes, absolutely. Well, that's just a given. Yeah, um, that's perfect. That and yeah. then when they ran out on the field the first time when they were introduced, your Edmonton Elks, and they ran on the field. That was pretty special too. Yeah, what did you guys think of the new tunnel? I liked it. I think it's cool. Yeah. Oh, Kayla's not in agreement. Uh, to me, it's like everybody has a helmet, but we have something right. that's uniquely ours. So, it's yeah, like a hunting I shack. What neat. are you talking about? <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> Elmer, that's not good. Yeah. Oh, we're the hunters. Oh, I thought we were the elk. Okay, no, yeah. Well, we are, but we're predators. Yeah. I did take it as a as a sign as we were driving home today from Grand Prairie that uh, we drove by. Uh, we thought it was like horses, right, in a trailer, and we look over and there were elk. Really, <laughs> in the trailer, we're like, oh, elks? that's kind of neato. Elks, yeah, there was actual elks in there. It's kind of neato. Yeah. Um, well, that that's awesome, and I'm I'm glad that it w- it was so. so I, I can't wait till I can get back, so I have that same feeling. And and I awesome. agree, it felt really weird um, being here. And I'm texting with you frantically and, uh, you know, shedding a tear both for the excitement of everything being back, but, but for not being there with you. Right. Um, and, uh, and so for, for some of the, like some people may not know, I, I, I didn't quite feel comfortable going in when I have an 11 year old who isn't vaccinated yep. yet. And so that was the reason that I am not going yet. And once he has a shot, then we'll be well on our way but uh but it was uh, it it was really tough to to just be viewing that from home well we'll, um, we'll, we'll get a google duo yeah. chat going and we'll oh we'll see bring it to west of us <laughs> okay now we're talking i'm That's totally around. in yeah it's perfect i love actually if uh yeah I should, we could probably do that on see? saturday that'd be great yeah okay i would Early. i would be totally in for that i would i, I will answer the phone perfect. because it's you that's, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Uh, all right, let's talk about the actual game. Um, are you guys okay if we start with the what the fire tracker section? Because by all means, uh, as as I went through the stats of this game, like I was floored. I, 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 I so I've got this right here. So offensive yards, 443 offensive yards to 127 for Ottawa. Yeah. 35 minutes and 56 seconds of time of possession to 24 minutes and four seconds of possession. 50% more. Ottawa had 19 second downs and got a total of three yards out of 19 second downs. Um, I, I mean, how did we lose this game? Well, <laughs> I, think I, know I, I, I thought I'd wait for that. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, one thing I guess I will say is anybody who says, well, they're the Elks, they're not the same team, I encourage you to watch last week's game because there was a hell of a lot of similarities yeah. uh, <laughs> that we've seen before. Uh, not a lot in return game, um, not great field position, and no finish. Um, but, you know, thank God for Money White. So uh, so let's talk about the good in the game. Uh, Commissioner, start with you. What uh, What did you find good in the game? Uh, well, I think it's pretty obvious to say the defense. Yeah. Like they put up some pretty, uh, pretty decent numbers. Um, I mean that 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 D line. Yeah, I, I, you feel the absence a little bit of seal, but honestly, I actually forgot about it because they were so tight together, right? And for me to forget that 
Armando Sewell isn't there, they must have impressed. So I, and I'm, and well, we'll talk about that, what I'm happy about with the sex and whatnot and who got them. <laughs> but yeah, I Hula was. Hoops. Hula hoops. What? Oh. Hula hoops. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can't figure it fair. out. It's totally what they are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, that's good. You have something. You're going to say something else. Go ahead. No, I just like the the cohesiveness. I I hope it lasts, and I hope it's not just like that. Hey, first game, and I'm going to go hard. It better get better and improve, or and keep getting more and more tight. And yeah, I just I was actually quite surprised that out of the gate they came out came out strong and consistently. You know, we're there. The reason why we probably didn't get actually blown out of the water, <laughs> although so the off- their their offense was um pretty not great. So I don't know if it's because we were really good or if Red Blacks were like meh. <laughs> Could be a combination. Who knows? Uh, Super fan, what's what's your good out of this game? Well, I, I think that's easily the um, best preseason game we've had in a long time. Um, yeah, exactly. That's, I'm so glad you said that. Uh, and that's what it is, right? I mean, we asked, really? uh, I was on the uh, the Alouette's Flight Tech podcast last night, and uh, Tim asked me, who do I think has the advantage this week because there's no film on Montreal, right? Right. But at the same yeah. time, they're also playing their first preseason game. So we'll see. Um, right. If I was going to give a game ball for this game to someone on our team, it's going to be I'd say the linebacking core. Um, okay. If you would have told me that we'd play a game where the defense had no penalties uh, and right. we allowed, what, 56 yards rushing with an all-rookie linebacking core, that's pretty special. Like, backups, like, everyone is a rookie in that linebacking core. That's pretty that's impressive. That's, and Yeah, that's true. You know, so I think that that really impressed me because I was really worried. I'm I'm more worried this week, but um, <laughs> you I don't was, say. <laughs> I'm re- I was really impressed by how well they played together. Keyshawn Biera with the sack as well. So yeah, absolutely. And, and he had a he had a hit late in the game that made me go, oh yeah, okay. That's that's maybe why he because. I can't remember who the I think it was actually Flanders who came around the side and he right. just met him at like one yard in and and boom it was over <laughs> yeah so yeah that him was, and Morgan both had really good games especially yeah absolutely um, I I think I mean Kaylee already said it you know Quaku with two sacks Moore with two sacks and and Biera with the other one I mean not going to be upset about five sacks you know. No. Um, Grimes, seven tackles. He's back into the game. It's kind of nice to see that going. Um, I, I think if, and then see if I was going to go, I don't know if I'd give game ball, but one that just stood out to me, like James Wilder Jr. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, 89 yards rushing, 72 yards in the pass. Yep. I mean. And Money White. A, 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 oh, oh, Money White is a given. You don't even have to say that anymore. It's got to be Money White. But four for four. Yeah. Amazing. I would like other people to get points. I love Sean getting points. I would like other people to get points. But um, but yeah, I, I actually thought Wilder looked really good. And if that's the warm-up game, like, bring on the full throttle, man. Like, yep. that's, that's going to be exciting. Because that Ottawa defense, uh, they really impressed me. 
They, yeah. Oh my gosh, their numbers are wild. And that was that, that was what David Morley said last week, right? They said, "Hey, don't, careful what you wish for, because that defense is is got some veteran guys in it, and they're they're going to play well." And boy, did they play well! I I thought they really well, shut it down. Avery Williams had what fourteen defensive tackles? Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. He was and all a quarterback over the field. Sack, yeah. Like holy bananas! That's a yeah, like they they absolutely. When I actually looked at the stats, I was blown away because I was like, "Our defense, our defense!" And I looked at theirs, their numbers. I'm just like, "Oh, whoa! No wonder why we didn't get anything done." <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that I thought they played very well in comparison. So, um, I know I want to give a shout out too, actually, to Grant McDonald for special teams. Yes tackles and looked like he was moving really really well uh, lanky guy right he just all of a sudden jumps out of nowhere and can tackle a guy from six feet away it's pretty impressive so uh, I will give a shout out that he definitely stood in the game for me uh, let's go to the maybe not so great side of the ball um, <laughs> Kayla what do you got for me for this game it's so obvious I don't know I'd have to think like I want to think outside the box but oh my gosh can we just like get in the end zone I just don't want to deal with this again this year yeah great between the 20s amazing between the 20s 443 yards (laughs) amazing yardage it doesn't make sense four times the length of the field and not a single touchdown yeah, and and the one was what, close, what, what they, right? Like the was that Mike Jones that had his foot out of bounds when he caught it? He did. Was it was him and also the one where he was on the two, but it was called back to penalty. Oh, jeepers! Oh, that's my bad. Uh, I was gonna. I knew it. Was, I knew you might bring that up. Yeah, that yeah. that was a bad. That's for sure. Um, yeah, uh, I knew it was on. That was the worst part. And it was that that to me though. Just what you said earlier, Mike. Though it's like it's the best preseason game we've ever had. That's when you see that that kind of thing happen, right? right? Guys are jacked up. They're trying to put on a show. They're trying to work, learn to work together. And oops, and uh, it's a big oops, though. It's a big oops on, and of course, having it on Cleon Lang. Less like come on. <laughs> Was that? Is that just like poetic justice, or is that anyway? He still played. It's fine, but he still played. He's fine. Well, my bad. I'm, I'm going to go to the other obvious, and that is the turnovers. Turnovers were killer in this game, um, and uh, yeah, Trevor Harris ha- just off night in certain spots. You know. Hitting a lot of that is true. a lot of cylinders, but there was a lot of times it was just a bit off from and a little different than what we're used to seeing from him. So um, right. I'm hoping they can work that out this week and, and be a little bit better. Um, the other thing was, and I think Mike, you had mentioned this to me. Field position was a major difference in this game. Yeah, it's same. 2015 was the last time we had a touchdown on return. Right. And like we just weren't getting any yards. Like I don't need touchdowns, but let's let's get some sort of production on on returns. Well, you're the you're the person who watches all the games from the fifties and sixties. Did that? Did it look at all familiar? Like when blocking wasn't <laughs> allowed. Blocking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeepers! Yeah, uh, that that was rough. But also, when you take net average um, per punt, I believe 
uh, Richie Leone's net average was 11 yards more. <laughs> so we keep going backwards and yeah. did not, did not, well, boded well for a lot of between 20s yards. <laughs> Just not for. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, second verse, same as the first. I guess uh, we can we can get ready for the next week. So we'll we'll put that one behind us and say, okay, that's our preseason game. Now let's get to what what are we going to do well? Um, before we get into some of the the news as far as the uh, um, where the Elks are and what the team moves are, was there YouTube questions that we should deal with, Superfan? Because I'm going to get better at that wow. sooner or later. Nice. Uh, let's see what's going on. A lot of people are talking about the other game that's going on right now. Um, yes. You know, they've got that in the background, much like Hillary. Yes. Um, like, I, I can sort of see it behind her, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey there's a game. What's the, yeah, what's the score? Kayla, tell us what the score is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's, I think, well, the Lions got a touchdown. Oh, yes, they did. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. So uh, Jerry Cooper was saying that uh, his dream of being the oldest rookie kicker in the CFL still lives with BC having those kicking <laughs> issues. So, you know? It's good to have my dreams. My money's on Jerry. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm in. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but he was doing push-ups on the sideline, according to Leanne, after he missed the field goal. Oh, so. okay. Well. It was a pretty short one. So That, yeah. Jitters. Jitters. I'll yeah. over it. It's fine. Um, so uh, Leanne was asking if anyone has a uh, video of Joey singing the anthem, and Jerry says he's going to try and find one. He said he sounds someone with the cost ten has a video. Oh, so okay. We'll see if we can find that. Retweet it. That'd um, be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Anything else? <laughs> Tim Capper says that uh, I wasn't. My feed was screwed up because I used all my Skype allotment last <laughs> night with them. Um, which is probably true. you got to put more coins in the Skype meter. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Is that what I have to yeah. do? And it's then, like the internet in saying, Saskatchewan. You have to put enough quarters in the computer, otherwise it just stops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, parking. Yeah. Uh, and then he was saying that the defense last week was solid and, and no penalties, which was a key thing for sure. So that was a definite improvement and, and no penalties after the whistle. Right. Like for, for either side. Uh, we we yep. only had ones that were in play. Uh, that was that was a big deal for sure. I think I actually put one the came close. Down. One came real close. Was that right? There's the one guy got pushed out of bounds, but you know. Oh, that, yeah, I guess that's true. And then we got a penalty. I'm like, seriously? Yeah, wait, how, wait, yeah. Um, six penalties for 55 yards. Yep. It's been a while since we've been able to say it was less than 80, <laughs> so that's good. Yeah. Bill was wondering if they have internet in Saskatchewan. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. Um, all right. Well, those are that's a great start. If they, if anybody has any other questions, uh, make sure you throw them in the chat, and we'll get to them in a short bit here. Uh, we did have some Elks news to talk about. Uh, the team did sign Kyle Saxlid to a two year extension, which I am very happy about. Uh, also, Thank very you. happy to see that he was basically full participant in practice this week. So, I wonder if we'll see a, a, a young Saxlid on the line in the starting group. Well, Dave Campbell just tweeted something about that. So Did he? Would you like he to tell did. me what he said? Because I'm not watching Twitter right now. Nope. Oh, well, that's great. <laughs> no, he said that uh, he, if he had to guess, Saxlid will be the sixth offensive line. Okay, okay. But we'll see, right? I mean, it's still a couple of days yet, so we'll see what uh, practice looks like tomorrow, and then we get the walkthrough 
or the walkthrough. The walkthrough tomorrow. tomorrow. So we'll yeah. See what happens there. Yeah, yeah. because I know Demery was playing again or was back full as well. Um, yes. But I I know that he had a, a little rougher time last week. I mean, Trevor got sacked three times, and yes. uh, I don't think he was sacked three times in the first six games last year. So um, so little little work to do on, like you would say, Commissioner, the gel part on the O line. Sure. Um, now they did release also quarterback Troy Williams. Uh, that surprise either of you? No. Why not? Um, I think Prukop came in and really did well. Uh, he's got a lot more experience, and with the limited amount of people we're going to have, like people are just having two quarterbacks on that roster now. Mm-hmm. You want somebody that's going to be a second set of eyes for Trevor Harris out there. Um, and he wants someone with experience in that particular spot. So uh, I think that Troy Williams, having been here a while, probably was getting ready to move up that depth chart into that second spot. But if we had three people on the roster, three quarterbacks, then I could see him staying. But I think with just two, no. Okay, and then Cornelius staying on the the PR. Yeah, yeah, he's basically the guy to grooming. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I was only surprised because Dave said he had really looked like he had made that next step, and so I thought, oh, okay, maybe then they want to keep him and have him around. But, but uh, yeah, you make a good point with the two quarterbacks. I forget that two quarterback yeah. system all the time now. So right, uh, they also sign defensive back Shaden Phillips, Canadian, uh, and Canadian defensive line Rossini Sanjong. Defensive back Shaden Phillips, really? That's what I thought it was. That's what it says, but he's 246 pounds. <laughs> that is a huge defensive back. That's, that's bigger than any of our linebackers right now. So, Well, if he's got speed, saying. I mean, if he's got speed, <laughs> could you imagine uh, that guy playing safety? You thought, that you, you thought bully hit hard. Could you imagine getting hammered by a guy that has speed and that type of weight? Exactly. Oh. Uh, we'll see if they're going to change that uh, designation. But, yeah, he's a big boy. Okay. <laughs> well, we do have Wilder as a running back. It's true. Very odd physique for a running back, too. So you never know. Yeah. I, we saw a lot of his physique. As well. <laughs> you, took, you beat we me to it. We always do. Exactly. Yeah. Um, did you see, though, and he actually tweeted about this because he did actually go to the ref and show him. It's like it, it doesn't yes. get all the way so I can tuck it in. And then I guess the ref joked at him or something but uh that was that's pretty funny like yeah i'm like wow i can't believe he's well we'll see what happens he must have torso for days man (laughs) who doesn't i tried that look the next day and it didn't do anything for me so nobody was i'm wearing that look right now nobody was nearly that excited when i did it the next morning i I don't know well you know i could be right now (laughs) you don't see yeah i don't know no, I don't want to know. As far as no. if it was me, nobody wants to see. So I'm good the way I am. That's good. Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Leanne thinks there should be crop tops for everyone. <laughs> really interesting. That's uh, quite an opinion. Yes, exactly. What we're going to go with on that. Uh, a couple other quick news items. Uh, Jordan Hoover back to the active roster. Uh, Hutter moves to the injured list, unfortunately. Uh, but uh, Gabriel may also be back. He was full in practice this week as well. So we may see one of those two guys at safety uh, when the depth chart comes out tomorrow. Which would be okay. We're going to find out. Excellent. All right, Superfan, it is your turn to uh, give us some horde items because I believe you had a couple of things that you wanted to show us this evening. 
Yeah, I was very lucky to uh, meet up with a, a lovely couple um, who uh, – the gentleman, his brother, passed away and was a big uh, Edmondson collector. Uh, collected both football, hockey, uh, actually, and baseball as well. Um, so that was kind of uh, uh, really nice to meet them and sort of talk. And they originally wanted me to kind of go through their stuff and just let them know what things were worth. Okay. Because – you know, while he was a fan, he wasn't necessarily a collector, so he didn't. So I kind of went through and gave him some prices, and uh, I ended up getting to walk away with a few things. So that was kind of nice. Nice. Uh, they have a few other things. Uh, anyone that's on the Facebook uh, can go to the CFL Collectibles group. I've posted some of the things they also have available. I did see some of those interested. things. There were some nice stuff yeah. there. Yeah. Very cool stuff. So uh, a couple of things. Uh, if people look sort of behind me here, uh, you can see that I have a – a wall of team signed footballs and I have basically one per season as much as I can. So uh, one thing they did have, and that of course caught my eye away, this little thing. So this is a team signed football and it is from the 1973 season. Wow. So you've got uh, a lot of great guys on there. You've got George McGowan, great player, uh, Gary LeFave, uh, of course, uh, Este, Wilkinson, Lemmerman, um, just Larry Highbaugh, just phenomenal names on there. So uh, I didn't have anything from the early 70s until now, and now I do. So oh, that's uh, awesome. that was, again, something that really caught my eye uh, right away, uh, and they were quite happy. And the second thing, uh, also again from the mid-70s, those of people of a certain vintage, shall we say, <laughs> um, would have uh, – would have remembered being at Clark Stadium, and Clark was very famous for anyone that's been to McMahon and sat on those benches with no backs. Mm-hmm. Clark had a lot of that same kind of thing. So what they ended up doing was putting together – I don't know if you can actually see this. Oh, yes. This is a stadium seat. Folds down. Oh, and then just folds up for piece. fitting right where you need to be. Yep. And then you've got the little hook on there so it can slide onto the seat. And, oh, yeah. cool. You fold it up. That is really take it cool. home. So, yeah, it's an absolutely gorgeous shape. Uh, we would have had one years ago, but, I mean, it would have been obviously trashed because we used it. So <laughs> this looks like it's never been used. It's probably never been unfolded until I just did. So Oh, that is that is awesome. Yeah. That is, you can't, so, uh, can't take uh, him to the games now, but it would be uh, – but that's pretty I cool. I would not. No. 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 You don't want to wreck that. I guess. No. Yeah. <laughs> what? But, yeah, you a know. couple of nice additions for the uh, – so next next episode I'll be on there this – this here football will be up there somewhere. Oh, that'll be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Maybe by the next time that I we do this again, that Franklin thing right there will be hanging oh, up there. As it should be. It, you know what? I couldn't believe it. It. I was trying to kind of move some things around, and I'm like, oh, let me just check. And I put it in there, and I swear there's like a centimeter on both sides. I'm like, it was made for this to go right here. It's true. Sit behind me near this lovely closet going to be wonderful. Do you have anything anything hung up yet? Nothing hung anything up as of yet. The only thing that I have set up so far is, and well, let's do this for fun. Yeah. Oh, funsies. Oh, see, oh. I got the, yeah, the tower is there with the helmet. And uh, I just need to find my Tanner Green helmet. It's in one of the, if I spin the camera around, you'd see all of the boxes all over the floor. But that <laughs> we'll leave is. Leave the mystery alive. That's right. That is set up. But that is it for now. And look at that. Everyone wanted that shot of my armpit, right? It's fantastic. I did. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Worth it. It's, all, it's almost so better than crop tar. <laughs> it's like crop top times two. Uh, all right. Let's get, to, let's 
get to our game for this week, shall we? Uh, because it's, this is exciting. We have another game to talk about. Um, what we're going to do, though, uh, I, I just want to say first, it's a of course Saturday night at Common, uh, the Brick Field at Commonwealth Stadium. I should say that the proper way. Uh, and of course, it's at five o'clock p.m., which means that uh, the tailgate will be open at three-ish. Correct? Yes. So we're going to try to get there early, so we're set up. Uh, so right at two, we'll be ready to go. And the uh, the meal is. Tailgate poutine. Oh, which is perfect when Montreal's in town. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, there's <laughs> another person that we should uh, probably talk to about that. Uh, we should. We should. Um, so uh, now uh, you said it earlier, Mike, this is this is kind of a good and bad game because Montreal's first game, so kind of like their preseason game, but they already right. have film on us and we've got zip. Yep. So that that's going to be a little bit interesting, but let's let's get some guys in to join and uh, and chat about this game, and and they know a lot of more about Montreal than we do. Uh, let's welcome in our friends from the Alouettes flight deck, Tim Capper, and the one and only Cliffy D. All right, and we are now joined live by Cliffy D and Tim Capper of the Alouettes flight deck, my friends. How are you? And welcome to a CFL season starting once again. Oh, how exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, ex- I'm ex- so many, so many days, so many months, so many, well, almost years. We finally get football back in Montreal. <laughs> Cliffy, were you actually in Montreal, but you know. Yeah. Were you doing a, a rock impression there? Uh, I thought about it. That's a little too. Yeah. <laughs> I saw that. That was a, that was a nice touch. But uh, oh, I, I, am I allowed to talk about the rock? Considering that whole XFL thing, kind of just you know, I'll, I'll allow it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Got CFL cred. I know what I'm smelling this CFL season, and it's not the rock. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna lose us fans. Okay, um, I'm waiting for. Uh, I was waiting for Cliffy to start. Po- you know, you can't handle the truth. Anyway, um, it's great to see you guys. Um, I'm so glad that we uh, we have games to talk about, and um, uh, let's let's start with um, how are you guys feeling about football being back? I mean, I know people who have listened to your show. Um, know how excited you both are, but I, I, I just want to know what the feeling is now that you know this week you get to watch your team playing again. And uh, let's start with you, Capper. I, I told Cliff last night um, that I, I'm glad for them to be back, but I'm a little apprehensive. It's like everybody in the CFO was last week. You know, and as you guys were saying earlier in, in the show, it, it basically is our first preseason game. Right. So <laughs> I'm happy they're back. I just don't know how they're going, how well they're going to do or how poor they're going to do because we haven't seen them. We haven't seen them play. Everything's based off of what we've seen for the reports coming in from the team. We didn't see anything from the scrimmages. We've been lucky, unlike other teams when it came to injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as you know, Vernon, Vernon Adams did not take time off because of he was hurt or he was, you know, had sore muscles. So, uh, again, I'm optimistic, but I'm also biting my nails drastically right now. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is good. We have a video podcast because we can watch you do that. That's good. Uh, Cliffy, how, how, are, how are you feeling? And, and again, like Capper just said, weird for us because I know at least in this group, 
we're, we're used to going to practice and watching and kind of getting that inside track of, oh, this is the guy to watch for or whatever. Um, and we kind of don't have that. So, how, but how are you feeling just the excitement of it being back? I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm definitely excited that the LOS are finally able to take the field again. But like Tim had said, it was so hard throughout the preseason because other than any little reports that we got from the team itself via email, that's it. Like yeah. we, we got so many questions right now about the team and we can't, we can't verify anything with our own eyes is going by other media reports. That doesn't quite give you that same impression as well. So it's, it's very frustrating because we want to know, are these guys the real deal or, or not? Like we, we, we haven't had a chance to see anything with our own eyes to see, things from our own perspective so this saturday is going to be the first chance we get to actually see what our guys can or can't do and it's it's tough because yeah last week everybody else got a chance to see what what was doing and this week uh it's our chance now but i mean just to be sitting on the sidelines you're sitting there like okay could we beat these guys could we not beat these guys it's so hard it's made for a very a very challenging preseason so I'm, i'm so thankful now that as of saturday we don't have to worry about that anymore. <laughs> That's a good thing. Now you were saying like, you're not really sure kind of where things are at, but if you had to pick something right now, what are you most excited about with the owls this year? Cliff, I'll start with you this time. Uh, for me, I want to see where this defense is going because last or what, last season, I guess it would be 2019. Yeah. <laughs> the defense really came alive. Like there, there, there was a lot to be excited about and everything has been more or less retooled this this coming season. And to me, that's, that's what I'm looking forward to as well. Uh, Danny Machocha talked about wanting to completely revamp the defensive line. He made moves in free agency. He made draft picks. He did a lot of stuff in order to improve the defensive line. And the fact that we don't have John Bowman now due to Mm -hmm. retirement, someone's going to have to step up and be that leader on the defensive line. And I'm really curious to see of the guys that are there, Who's going to do it? I mean, we've got Armando Sewell, who I'm really excited to see in action. <laughs> Nick Usher, who okay. I'm excited to see in action. Oh, it's like you're just killing I, us left, right, and center. I, I was going to say, there's a lot of former Edmonton football team players on this uh, defensive line for the Alouettes. So this is going to be a very interesting matchup, I think. Defense in general. Yeah. I mean, you've got Taekwon Glass, you've got Money Hunter, you've got... Yeah. Cool. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of uh, green and gold deep down in, in those uh, Alouettes colors. <laughs> uh, Capper, what about you? What are you most looking forward to this season? I'm, I'm actually looking forward to seeing how well Vernon Adams does. I mean, I think I was joking with Mike and Cliff last night. Is that you know everybody's saying, well, what about you know Vernon Adams' uh, sophomore season? Is he going to go into a sophomore slump? And I'm like, do people happen to forget that technically Cody Fajardo is in his sophomore year as a starter? Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So, and it's always on Vernon. I think from what we've seen from Vernon is that I don't remember seeing any other quarterback in the CFL invite his wide receivers on his own dime to SeaTac to have a, a mini camp, an unofficial mini camp with his wide receivers. I think the the way that he is trying to, to form camaraderie with his, his wide receivers, I think it'll show. I want to see how this offense goes. I mean, we got BJ Cunningham back. We got Rayshon Simonize added as our uh, most likely our, our, our national starter, mm-hmm. Canadian starter. I just want to see how because we've seen so far in as I'm watching the Calgary game here in front of me that 
offenses are doing just okay. And I'm curious to see where our offense goes starting on Saturday. Awesome. Yeah. I mean, for me, it's going to be weird seeing Mondo in something that isn't green and gold. Uh, you guys obviously got a great one. And as you said, Nick Usher, um, it's going to be some shuffles. I think the other weird thing is not seeing John Bowman not for mm-hmm. the first time in forever. So how do you see the D-line gelling and shaping up this year? Well, that's going to be the fun part is how are they gelling? Because I have to believe they're doing what they need to do in order to become a cohesive unit. But because we didn't get a preseason, we as – fans didn't get a chance to attend any training camp sessions. We just don't know what's going on there. We, they, they tell us if everything's going good and like, okay, great. That's the, you know, that's your thoughts on it. Of course, you're going to nothing to see here. It's all fine. Yeah, exactly. No, everything's sunshine and roses. I'll I'll bet it is. But (laughs) if that's the case, then you guys better ball out like you wouldn't believe on Saturday night, because otherwise if you go and you, you just let everybody run a rush out over you, we got a problem. I'm still enamored about the whole, I didn't know that about Vernon Adams, how he did like a mini camp. And that just like impresses me more. And I'm really excited for this game. <laughs> and maybe if not the right reasons as an Elks fan. <laughs> <laughs> there, there are rumors that he spent upwards of 20K of his own money wow. to bring wow. it. And, and some of these wide receivers he, he flew in aren't even on the roster anymore. That's wow. the thing. So it shows how dedicated he is and how he really wants to make sure that he and his wide receivers know what to do. So I would imagine they had a sneak peek at the at the playbook. So you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you talk about and, building and, that culture as well. Like that's really what I, I think Vernon is trying to do is really get that cohesive. So he probably knew that there wasn't going to be any preseason and training camp. You could only get X number of reps in and this again, this is a way to really truly develop that camaraderie and prove that okay i'm the leader do what i say or follow follow my lead and i'll take you guys to the promised land and they bought in they i I, you you just tell the way they were working together throughout this mini camp and then obviously that spilled into training camp as well i really think that this offense like tim said is is really going to click and i think it's going to be outstanding this season well and in in saying that they obviously see something that we never got to no preseason you guys never got to go to practice neither did we but are there any new guys that stand out for you, maybe on paper or something else? Maybe you saw some footage, some film from them or what what have you. Is there any new guys that we should be watching, in your opinion? Well, I think for us, for the, on, on the offensive side of the ball, I think he's not new, but getting B.J. Cunningham back healthy. Mm-hmm. That, that's one of the huge things because it gives Vernon another wide out where they're not going to be always double, uh, you know, Double covering on Gino, on Gino Lewis. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Rayshon Simonite, he's impressed me. I know a little bit of his background in the CFL and stuff like that, but for for him to come in, and Cliff, was he, do we have, remember uh, Vernon two years ago in preseason talking about where he was on the depth chart before the season started and where he ended up? Mm-hmm. Wasn't Rayshon lower down on the totem pole, so to speak, for Canadian wide receivers when he was brought in and then he made it as the number one? Well, I mean, he was, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, national receiver has not exactly the most favored position with Montreal. So, I mean, 
it, it was low on the totem pole, but it was a very low totem pole to start with. So it's <laughs> that's that's just how it is. Like I said, for some reason, it's they're like the redheaded stepchild of the offense, the national receiver position. That's just that's just how it's always been, and that's probably how it's always going to be. So, you, like you, I'm also really looking forward to seeing him and Kion Julian Grant. Mm-hmm. Like these are two mm-hmm. national receivers, both pretty much. Well, Kion Julian Grant is hasn't even reached his prime yet. Rashawn, I think, is just about to reach his prime. And these guys, I think, can truly ball out. I really think, I'm really excited seeing their route running. I really want to see what kind of hands they've got. I've heard a lot of good things about both of these guys. Mm-hmm. And to see it in action now, finally, after so long, that's the one thing I'm looking forward to more than anything else. As far as any other really interesting players uh, we're going to see on, on Saturday, hopefully, the one I'm really curious about is uh, Cameron Artis Payne, who's going to be backing up William Stanback this year. We know what William Stanbeck can do. The guy is yeah. a superstar, 100%. Uh, Cameron Artis Payne played a little bit in the uh, XFL. He played in the NFL. Uh, I think did some time also in the Alliance. So, I mean, like he's a bit of a journeyman, but he's impressed enough that he's pretty much been given the backup position for Montreal. I'm really curious how many reps he's going to get and just what he's able to do when he finally does step onto the field. I'm also looking, too, for on the defensive side of the ball. You know, he's been with the team for quite a while. Um, I'm really curious to see how Greg Reed uh, gels with the defense because the, the guy can ball. The guy, I, I've been watching Greg for a while, too, even in, in his Arena League days. The guy knows how to play. But he's really made, him, uh, he's really made a spot for himself on the, on the Owls defense. It's fun to watch him play. And especially when they mic him up, too, it's fun to listen to him. So. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> so those are our Flippy, favorite. I just guys. had a question though. Yeah, you're yeah. you're talking about your Canadian receivers. Are they Canadian receivers or are they like Ben Cahoon Canadian receivers? <laughs> no, no, no. They are one hundred percent Canadian. Okay. Just checking. <laughs> so so you're checking the singleton factor. That's what you're checking right, <laughs> right. there. Okay. Yeah. As, as opposed to Kyle Saxelin. <laughs> Correct. I I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, totally Canadian. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um guys, it's it's hard to have what are the keys to the game this week when you've never seen them play? So uh, instead of doing that, why don't we go with uh, where, how do you guys see the East Division shaping up this year? Uh, Cliffy, let's start with you. Uh, well, Hamilton's the team to beat. Uh, they, they're they built to win. And it's pretty obvious with them hosting the Grey Cup this year, the Ticats are going to go all out and you know do whatever it takes to make sure that they're playing in the game in, late, in I guess, mid-December it would be <laughs> this year. Yeah. So I, I truly think they are the team to beat. They're beatable, as Winnipeg proved last week, but uh, I, I definitely think that they're a team that's well put together and they have great coaching. They they definitely have all the tools to become a successful franchise. Uh, personally, I think Montreal is going to be in the second spot and because for the very same reasons, because they're well coached, they They've done all the right things as far as I'm concerned. Like, I'm struggling, honestly. And I don't want to sound like a homer, but I really am struggling to find any weak spots on this team, whether it's offense or defense. I think this team really, on paper anyways, looks tremendous. I mean, Don't say that, is, Cliff. Do not say on paper. Please don't say on paper. <laughs> well, I was going to say, the Touch problem what? is games aren't played on paper. So. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. And also the problem, paper burns. You don't want to. You know. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, as far as Toronto, I mean, I mean, they really shocked me on uh, on last Saturday when it came to playing the Calgary Stampeders, and I'm still of the opinion: like, is it because Toronto is better than we thought, or is Calgary worse than we thought? And I guess that's kind of fifty fifty right there. It's preseason. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly how you got to look at it. Like the the first game is essentially the preseason game this year. So, so I mean, as far as the East goes, I think all of the teams are actually going to improve. That's the one thing I, I've said to numerous people is that it's not going to be the CFL least this year. I honestly truly think that the East is going to be a contender. I don't foresee a crossover to the to the East from any Western teams. That was my next question. Okay, cool. Capper, do you see it going the same way or anything different? Or Yeah, I, I can't change my pick because weeks ago on your show in the chat room, I said the, <laughs> I think the Owls were going to be in second place. I can't change my – and I, I, I could, I'm still sticking by that. I think still they'll be second to, to the Tiger Cats. My question, though, is how close will they be to the Tiger Cats? Because, as I said, first couple of weeks – first couple of games really are preseason, so we'll see what happens. Um uh, like Cliff, I, I'm I'm curious to know if there is going to be an East crossover. An now, East crossover? Way, Whoa. Yeah, way too early to say, obviously, because, you know, with auto, it's only one game. And it's very possible that, uh, you know, they're, uh, uh, that their saws are not going to stay as sharp as they were last week. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know. Uh, I said, I think it would be... Montreal, second place. Hamilton, first. The other two, it's, it's tough. It looks like Toronto's doing what they needed to do at least so far. Uh, the surprise of Ottawa. 34 is going to be interesting, but it, it's very possible that we may see the East being better than the West this year. Will it mean a crossover? I don't know, but I think it would be fun to see that for the first time in, uh, in the history of the crossover. So. It was so close one year. Yeah. Yeah. Was very close. You know, um, Capper here, I thought we were friends and you come on here and you needle us about Ottawa. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> like, Brutal. Oh, I did say, I did say Ottawa was not that sharp. Uh, yeah. So. I'm just going to, yeah, that's, that, that's a, that's an underhanded shot. I'm going to turn your camera off right away. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's only four people on this show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's perfect. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about the uh, the elk side of the ball this week. Um, Superfan, what do you uh, what do you see as kind of what what they've got to put together in their second preseason game this year? <laughs> uh, I, I think, and this is what I said on the show last night, is that um, we've got uh, I think a much stronger running back in William Standback and a mobile quarterback. I mean, mm-hmm. say what you want about Matt Nichols, he's not known for being shifty. What? Um, yeah, he doesn't manage to uh, do that. So, well done. Um, thank you. Um, so I, I think that's going to be a real test for our linebackers. As much as I praised them in the last game, I think it's the biggest test so far this year is going to be against Montreal and the possibilities they can do with all the options and things like that. So, so if you can contain them and contain the running game, I think you got a real shot. Make them one-dimensional. All right. And Kayla, what do you think? Well, I, I was going to say that because of um, – Capper's comment about you know Vernon Adams doing that mini camp and, and gelling with the wide receivers. I'm just like, oh crap! Now I got I we knew they were good, but now like actually building that culture, like Cliffy said, I'm 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 in a bit of a panic mode now. But um, I'm I'm actually going to go with uh, special teams. I think we need to get that ball down a little bit further. I mean, I'd be happy with even passing the 50 yard line. You know, go midfield at least. <laughs> But, approaching um, the 50. Yeah, like, approaching the 40. <laughs> yeah. I think, well, apparently our, our offense needs all the help it can get. So, you know, if we can get that good field position to start off, um, that might gain the confidence of our 
of our offensive guys, but who knows? But that's what I'm going to say because I just need to see a flip and return that, like, come on, just get past the midfield. That's all I ask. <laughs> or just get a touchdown for the love of God. Like, it's been six years. I don't ask much. We, we actually didn't even touch on that on the Alouettes. Uh, their special teams scare the hell out of me because Mario Alford can yeah. turn a ball at any moment. Oh, so right. it will be very interesting to see how that part of the game plays out. Um, and I'm assuming, is it, is it, who's the other returner other than Alfred back there right now for you guys? Uh, right now, I believe Alfred's going to get as many reps as possible. Uh, I know Kion Julian Grant has also done okay. some returns as well. Okay. Uh, Jake Winecki did a couple of returns last year as well. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him get a few reps in there as well. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to wait because we, I don't think we've seen the depth, uh, the depth chart yet. So, um, we actually don't know who's backing up who yet. So. Okay. By the way, for for you guys too. Speaking of special teams, it's going to be very interesting for the Alouettes because this is the for the first time since '86 the Owls have had two kickers. So right. we don't know. We don't know how well the punter is going to do. We don't know how well the the, the place kicker is going to do. So that could become a huge factor against the Owls. Right. Cause it was same like what we're seeing in BC where the guy with not a lot of experience yet and the place kicking could be a little bit of an issue. So, okay. No, yeah. that's, that, that is a Hopefully good point. Hopefully there's some wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the last couple of days. I was going to say, there's Kayla in the stands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just trying to make sure that it all happens. When, yeah. when I said the Elks blow, this isn't quite what that's I had right. in mind. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, that's, uh, that's, well, I'm not even going to touch that one. Um, I, my key to the game, uh, is that, uh, we need to see that O line gel a little bit more. We don't, we don't know what that Montreal D line is going to be like, but we do know the talent of Mondo. We do know the talent of Usher. And, uh, we, Harris needs a bit of time and he can't feel that pressure. He's got to be able to get that ball out, uh, in that, three second span he can get it out quick but he needs to get the time to do it cleanly so i think that's going to be a huge battle in this one uh, is montreal d-line versus edmonton o-line and and whoever wins that battle has a really good chance of winning the game so that that's just my thoughts on that um super fan was there any other questions that came up for uh, our guests or us on youtube uh, yeah, so the most important one is uh, Leanne says that every time she hears someone say Cliffy D, I automatically think Cliffy D in the Pines. So somebody needs to trademark that. Because okay. <laughs> if it's not name of a band, it should be. I'm going to have to get right on that. That's right. <laughs> Patent pending. <laughs> Patent pending again. It's good to put that out there. Gentlers and Cliffy D in the Pines. Very important. That's right. All right. Any others on there? Uh, that's it so far. Okay. Uh, we did have a couple of things. Uh, Tyler did say that he screenshotted the armpit uh, scene, so that's good. Great. I can't wait to see that. That's very helpful. And yeah. we had a little bit of a sneak preview of what's coming in the horde next week. Oh. Need to find out. Yeah. Awesome. That's fantastic. Um, all right. Could you guys want to stick around for some pickums for this week? Let's do it. All right. Uh, so first game, well, it's going on right now, so we kind of have a little bit of a cheater code, but uh, BC is in Calgary playing Calgary. I don't actually have the score at this particular moment. Does somebody have the score up any, anywhere nearby? 12-3. No, you have to pick without. 12-3 for BC. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, okay, so um, let's, uh, let's go around the horn picking who is the winner on that one. We're going to start with you, Commissioner Kayla. Well, as I said last week, 
I'm switching and I'm never picking Calgary, <laughs> even though that's probably going to bite me in the butt. I, I was very hesitant with this one because a Calgary's home and they lost mm-hmm. and you know, you don't want to face Calgary at home on a losing streak. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So, um, you know, I'll just go BC because I think, um, Riley's kind of mad mm-hmm. and mad. Riley's kind of scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Mad Michael. Should we call him that? Uh, sure. Exactly. Capper, who do you got? Well, considering, um, and yes, I'm reusing this joke again, that Riley's balls don't look like uh, he's throwing ducks from Duck Hunt. Um, <laughs> I was wondering where the sentence was going to go. I wasn't yeah, I sure either. Yeah, I'm like, this he's looking, he's looking where's, very good tonight. Where's, he's where's my fire really trucker good. button? Where's my fire trucker yeah. button? Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, he's looking good. I'm going to go with BC on this one because early on in the game, it's just, for some reason, again, I don't know what it is with the stance and trying with an early uh, an early challenge with got them nowhere. So uh, yeah, I'm going with BC on this one just because Riley's starting. And uh, yeah, he's, I think he may be a little ticked. All right, then. Mad Michael. Cliffy D. Uh, well, I mean... Now that we know Michael Riley was actually playing the game, <laughs> was uh, yeah. BC doing a little switcheroo yet again? <laughs> uh, always, always fun. Just keeping all the the betting community uh, in a in a fever pitch. You love to see it. Uh, but you know what? I think Calgary, though, once they get their act together, they are still very much a team that's motivated. There's, I can't I can't imagine them going zero and two this this year. And I, I have a feeling that once they really get their act together. I think I think they're gonna just barely squeak one out and send the home crowd happy. I can't, just not next week, Cliff. Yeah. Just not I, next week. I, I no. I, they can lose next week. I guess I I can't. They can lose all of them. Yeah, I was gonna say. I guess I can't imagine it, but I can happy dream it that they'd go zero and two or zero and three. Even that'd be, be yeah, that'd be great. Who would have thought? Yeah. Super fan, who do you have in this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, my question is less who's going to win the game and more if Calgary loses, who's Bo going to put the blame on? So, um, <laughs> He'll blame the uniforms. Again. Probably. <laughs> the happy the pop, pop shop uniforms? uniforms? Pop shop, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, um, it, looking at the score, it certainly looks like BC could pull this one out, but I mean, it is Calgary at home, and before the game started, I did my pickums online, and I did have Calgary winning, much for the same reason that, that Cliffy said. I, I don't see them losing two at home to start the season. I would love to, yeah, um, but I think that uh, it's close enough now that they'll re, you know, they'll change things at halftime, or they change things at halftime. It's in the third now, and they'll uh, they'll pull it together and, and they'll squeak out a win. Damn it! Yeah, that, I had my picks beforehand and. I had picked Calgary because it's very rare that they lose two in a row. So I had, I had yeah. picked Calgary solely on that. So tomorrow night, we've got uh, Toronto in Winnipeg to take on the Blue Bombers. Uh, Capper, who do you have in that one with the upstart uh, Toronto Argonauts taking on I the think, Grey Cup champions? I think we're going to see what Toronto actually is. I think Winnipeg is going to clean clean them out. Man, it's going to clean them with the clock with them tomorrow. So it's it's... No, I think it's no question. Winnipeg, I think, is just going to massacre. Wow. Are you a Hamilton fan, too? Like, the way you said that. Nope. Holy cow. That's not, great. Not yeah, at all. I'm an, I'm an East Division <laughs> oh, fan. Oh, okay. It would be owls. You happen to win. It, you know. <laughs> method, okay. method of madness. I got it. Okay. Cliffy? Uh, much the same thing. I think we'll definitely see which Argos team this really, truly is. 
Uh, I think Winnipeg is just incredibly stacked right now. And with the way Brady Oliveira has been playing, like last week he was, that was his coming out party. And I don't see it stopping anytime soon. I mean, what a He's, what a relief for Andrew Harris because... They have the same pharmacist, so... <laughs> the, the cream in the clear? I mean, I, I'm, gonna be, I'm dating myself with that reference. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah I, I definitely think uh, Winnipeg, uh, they, they're going to keep the party going. And I think that this will be a romp for the Blue Bombers. All right, super fan? Yeah, uh, I had this one going all Winnipeg's way as well. Uh, I think that Toronto maybe even surprised themselves last week playing against Calgary. In Calgary, um, this is in Winnipeg. Uh, like Cliffy said, they are pretty stacked at, at every position. So I think that uh, they're just going to keep that ball rolling. Yeah, I, I had Winnipeg as well, uh, mostly just because I think that defense is playing very well. Uh, because most of it is the same. They know each other, and so mm-hmm. they're they're playing very yeah. well right now. And uh, although I think this will be a lot closer than most people think. I think Toronto has kind <laughs> I of, think it's pretty far. So yeah, it has to be. But I, <laughs> I meant a closer game. Oh yeah. Okay. Thanks for clarifying uh, that though. That's good. Yeah. I'm lagging. It's going to be like a 60 to nothing blow up, but yeah, yeah no, I, yeah, I was not <laughs> hoping. I don't think it'll be that. Anyway, I think it'll be close, but I think Winnipeg pulls it out. Uh, commissioner, what do you got in that one? Unanimous. I mean, I think Toronto has more of a shot this year than they did last year. I think definitely see some improvements just by being Calgary themselves. Like, bravo. <laughs> bravo. Makes me you hate happy. to see it, but you love to see it. <laughs> oh, no, I yeah. love to see it. I love to see it. Mm. But, um, yeah, I, I, like you guys, I think Winnipeg's just too strong. And, I mean, they're going to be a really hard team to beat this year. Winnipeg, that is. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so I got to go with Bombers. All right. Now, we never bet on Elks games because we all know that the Elks are going to win, but we will talk about the uh, prop bet for that game in just a moment. Uh, In the meantime, we'll skip to the second half of the doubleheader where Hamilton is now in the rectangle to face the 1-0 Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Cliffy D, who do you got in that game? That's going to be a fun game for sure. Uh, To me, though, I I think Hamilton... They, they they got their lunch handed to them on uh, last Thursday, and I think they I think they know they're better than that. Mm-hmm. As I said, I, I still think they're going to be ending up in first place when it's all said and done in the East this year. I think that they right the ship, and I think they kind of spoil the fun for uh, Rider Nation on Saturday. Ooh, all right then, super fan. I'm going with a uh, hometown sweep this week. Oh my! Uh, actually, I'm picking picking the Jesus sprinkles. Um, <laughs> I think it'll be interesting to see if Hamilton does go 0-2 to start the season when everybody was favoring them to A, take the East, B, go to the Grey Cup, and C, even win the Grey Cup. So if that's the case, do we see the uh, pause of Jeremiah Masoli, of Holy Masoli, and and the Dane is coming back? I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. But I think we'll get an option to find out. Good storyline. Interesting. Uh, Commissioner, I'm going to jump over to you. Who do you got in this one? Well, being that it's at home, man, Saskatchewan's hard to beat at home. Especially, I can't imagine how what Mosaic sounds like this season. Like, it 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 has to be off. I want someone to actually do a decibel measurement because I just feel like Saskatchewan fans go are nuts as they are. But having no season last year, I can just imagine how many pilsers are being passed around, and it's got to be a lot of fun. Thirteen. 
What? <laughs> I said 13. Points. I see what you did there. Points. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but I'm not going to pick him. I'm going to pick Hamilton. So, who's only? Let's go. <laughs> wow, that was an excellent setup. Capper, who you got in this one? Saskatchewan's going to lose on a weather delay. Um, <laughs> also, points. Also, points. Yeah, they, they need an asterisk game. This one's tough. Yeah. I, but you know what? Uh, I'm going to give uh, I'm going to give Saskatchewan the uh, the edge because they are at home. I mean, it's it, it'd be nice to see Hamilton go zero and two, wouldn't it? Uh, yeah. No. Um, oh, that- yeah. I think I think I think Saskatchewan. But you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this is a very tight game. All right, and I'm I picked Hamilton. I think that they will bounce back after last week. They had their preseason game, and now they start playing for reals. Um, uh, the offense looks really good in Saskatchewan, but um, that defense in the second half showed that you can find ways to get around them. And if Hamilton all of a sudden starts clicking, uh, there could be a ton of ton of points on the board. This could, I think, it'd be a very high scoring game. It'd be very interesting to watch. So, but I'm I'm going to go with the the Thai Cats in this one. Um, all right. Now we need a prop bet. Now, Cliffy, I know that you are a betting man. I know that you like to uh, have some fun with uh, the prop bets and things. So uh, why don't you give us a stat of some kind uh, for the game on Saturday? I'll set a line and then we'll all pick over and under. Uh, while you think about it, last week, uh, Mike picked a number of carries. Now, did you say by you said by running backs, not just James Wilder, right? I think I said running backs, but yeah, let's go with that. So it was the under paid out on that one. Yes. And uh, so that most, both Morley and I picked up the under on that one. Uh, so this week, Cliff, what should we uh, be having some fun with in the Al's Elks games? Okay. How about uh, Vernon Ems? How many, how many yards does he get rushing versus passing? Oh, oh man. <laughs> Huh. Since we haven't seen him do either in almost two years, wow! But you Rushing. know he's a dual so, threat. So how how am I how do I uh, how am I setting the over under on that? Am I setting? The, like the over is more rushing than passing, or <laughs> or what? How do we set an over yeah. under on that? Is that what we're gonna do? Yeah, yeah. Let's. What's he gonna do more? Is he gonna run more or pass more? Okay. Oh. oh, I like this. Okay, so let's go with run more or pass more. Uh, so, Capper, let's start with you as our guest. What would you uh, say, run more or pass more? No, I, I think he's going to pass more. I wouldn't be surprised if Stan Beck gets most of the carries on Saturday. So I'll say pass more. Um, I think he's going to click. So I'll say pass more. Okay. Commissioner? If I recall, most of the amazing plays that happened the previous season that I saw, especially that one game against Calgary, they were all pretty much passing. Am I yeah, correct? You in are that correct. Line? Yeah. So I will also do passing. Okay. Just on basis of that. <laughs> all right, Cliffy D. Well, I. You can't deny that Vernon Adams has educated feet. I mean, the guy just—he, <laughs> yes. if he doesn't see like he's going to make a pass. He'll just tuck it in, and he'll he'll t- tuck the rock, and he'll go for it. So, I think just by the slimmest of the margins, he beats the Elks with his feet. Ooh, interesting! Very interesting. Super fan. I, I do love Mir, uh, someone that runs the ball. You sure do. Um, 
If this question would have been, are there going to be more running plays or passing plays by either Stanbeck or or Vernon Adams, then that might have been, to me, a, ooh, a tougher question. But I think that if it's just Vernon Adams Jr. with his feet, I think he's going to run a lot. But I think he's also going to pass a fair amount as well once he opens that up by running. Um, and then I think he's just going to throw that ball and see what happens. All right. So it's going to go pass. All right. Well, Cliffy, I'm on your side on this. I think the Elks defensive line gives them fits, and he has no time to throw that ball. And so he'll oh. be running more than not. And we are going to be putting a lot of pressure on that uh, linebacking core to make sure that that second pressure is there to slow him down and keep the yards from coming. So I will go with more rushing then passing. So that, 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 that was a fun one. I appreciate that, Cliffy. That was good. That was good. All right. We're going to do our, uh, we'll go through all of uh, your plugs and everything in just a second. But before we do that, uh, this episode is also brought to you by the Alberta Association of Optometrists, proudly celebrating a century of caring for Albertans. It happens. Parents can easily miss their child's eye problems. Issues can occur in only one eye, making them difficult to notice. The earlier an eye health or vision problem is identified, the more likely it can be corrected. The ICI Learn program provides an eye exam and free glasses if needed for kindergarten age children. 25% of kids begin first grade with an undiagnosed eye problem. The Alberta Association of Optometrists represents almost 800 doctors of optometry in over 80 communities across the province. Members are highly trained, regulated health professionals who provide primary eye health and vision care to Albertans. Learn more and book your child's eye exam at optometrists.ab.ca. All right. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us for that preview and a little bit of football talk fun. Uh, tell everybody where can they find you online? And of course, where can they listen to your amazing show, The Alouette's Flight Deck? Capper, let's start with you. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the Alouette's FL Deck. You can follow me on also on Twitter at Repact. It's R-E-P-P-A-C-T. And uh, if you want to check out all of our archive you can check it out at alowitzflightdeck.ca. Awesome. What? I always wanted to ask, where did the name come from, Repact? I figured it out. <laughs> yes, you did. First initial, last name backwards. Oh, look at that. Fantastic. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured it out the one day I was looking. I'm like, oh, that. Oh, that's that's just T. Capper. Oh, neat. <laughs> that's that's brilliant. That's yeah, brilliant. And then I tried to figure out what mine would be, and I'm like, yeah, no one would get it, so it's not worth it. It, it didn't come out to repacked as nice. It didn't. No, it wasn't good at all. So anyway, uh, it, it came out. To, it came out to Turf District. That's it. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah my my last name is really odds? weird. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I look forward to you all trying to pronounce that in your head backwards. Okay, Cliffy D. Uh, where does everybody? find you well if you want to give me a shout, shout out on twitter you can do so at cliffy d and i just like to remind everybody that you can listen to the alouette's flight deck on pretty much any podcast platform that you can think of you name it find search by alouette's flight deck and chances are you're going to find us there and also you can find us now on youtube as well Ooh, awesome. also searching alouette's flight deck uh like i said there's just so many ways to enjoy the flight deck and we really hope that you folks listening out there do check us out. Uh, we definitely appreciate it. We love interacting with all fans of the Canadian Football League. So uh, check us out. And, uh, you know, if, you, if you're looking for Alouette's talk, you're looking for Alouette's opinions, this is the place to find it. 
Awesome. Like and subscribe. Oh, and also yeah, uh, subscribe, babe. Yeah, and also uh, they should uh, be following you the alternative as well because uh, you do great ratings there for the Alouettes as well. Yeah, if you want to read my thoughts as opposed to hear my thoughts on the Alouettes, you can definitely go to www.alternative.com. Uh, with the season finally getting, now we finally have football to write about. I'm really excited <laughs> to get back to doing the writing thing again. So either listen to the podcast, check out the blog, shoot me a follow on Twitter, whatever it is you want to do, talk it up. Let's let's talk some football. Awesome. Fantastic. Finally. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Commissioner, where does everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at Duchess Lombardi. Awesome. And we have found you there more often. It's lovely to see you again. Way more so, often. So that's great. Yeah. yeah. I, I used uh, the muted words button, so a lot of stuff gets filtered out. It's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> so much better. Excellent. So much. Excellent. Uh, super fan. Everywhere does everybody find uh, you? You can find me at 56 Parkies, and then uh, the history, as well as some pictures from the Horde are going to go on there, is at EDM foot, uh, History, H-I-S-T-O-R-E-E. Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, and of course, uh, I we should remind everybody to follow Pay It Forward with football. I know they're starting to get some people back to games, which is fantastic. Yes. Uh, of course, like our friends at the Alouette's Flight Deck, uh, make sure you're following all the great shows on the Canadian Football Podcast Network. And you can find those at cfpodnetwork.ca and also on Twitter at cfpodnetwork, if I am not mistaken. Uh, and of course, you can check out all the great shows on the Alberta Podcast Network at Alberta Podcast Network. Dot com. Uh, you can join in the huddle with us at the Turf District, and that is everywhere on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, make sure that you're joining in and, and join the huddle and join the chats as, uh, as we get back into live football being played and hopefully a much better outcome this week. Uh, we will be back next week to talk about the Elks' first win. Sorry, boys. And, uh, and hopefully, hopefully get some, uh, some other CFPN shows joining in to do some, uh, some of these wonderful previews with us. Uh, hope you enjoyed the show for Cliffy D, Tim Capper, Commissioner K, and Superfan Mike. I'm Andrew. Remember, you can't catch footballs with your face, and we will absolutely talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Find more great shows like this at CF Pod Network on Twitter. 